0: This episode of the Last King Podcast is brought to you by Ragnaroktober! Aaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa!!! Ah!
1: Hello and welcome <laughs> to the, <laughs> the Last King Podcast! That was an awesome opening
2: right there. Brought you by Oka Silences. There you go,
0: yes. Now, of course, we need to introduce ourselves. Who are we again? Uh, I am Eccentric Tom. I'm Mr. Taffy. And I'm the God of Thunder!
1: So that makes Tom <laughs> the God of British, right? Uh, sure, yeah, let's go for I it. I guess I'm the God of Weeboos or uh, As
0: you can tell, okay... Or love, love Pillows,
1: the way. Love Pillows? Uh, oh, hello! Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's his superpower. I make the power. fabrics rise up to the occasion. no idea where that was going
0: (laughs) but i'm pretty sure that mr toffee would superman a hoe now anyway this is of course a um episode a tribute to uh the start of the uh, blockbuster wave of oh man we're gonna talk about thor ragnarok yeah
2: it's the um, first major Film? First major out? superhero
1: film especially.
2: Uh, well, Okay, last one. For the, last third, quarter, For the third quarter, basically, basically is, closing off is, the summer blockbusters. Yeah, this is, you know, the, the bit just before we finish summer blockbusters, we're coming up to Oscar bait season. Oh yes. This is the... Um, it's basically the countdown to Star Wars right now. Uh, That and JLA. And JLA, well. Amazing how we constantly always forget
0: that JLA is also coming. This
2: is my thought process about JLA. It's like, oh yeah, that's coming. Oh, that's
0: a thing, apparently. Remember, they they even had a trailer in the cinema before Thor.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I was just watching it and looking at all the parademons doing their thing. I was like, this really doesn't look entertaining at all.
0: No, but I love the, the Superman cameo for the latest trailer. Oh yeah. Which is like, so is he in it or not? Oh, it's a dream sequence? It's, it's I, st- I really don't care. It's the stupid
2: <laughs> secret that China says. Like, oh, is he going to come back? Is he coming back? Henry Cavill's doing press <laughs> for Justice League. <laughs> I think that <laughs> says like,
1: so much. You know, really. if you're
2: flying him off to China, it's like... I've come to see Justice League. I'm not in there, but you should absolutely go watch this movie. Like, <laughs> as Nutch, nudge, wink, wink. As, as, the,
0: as the guy who plays Superman, <laughs> I thoroughly recommend you all watch this movie where Superman's not in it. Like the Captain America PSA <laughs> from Homecoming. Yeah, exactly, you know. But okay, enough about the JLA. That show, it, you know what? I'm just gonna hedge my bets and, like, it might be good or it might be horrible
2: and the thing is if it's horrible yeah.
0: we might remember it and we're going to talk about I'm it not, in the future i wouldn't episode. be surprised that's all i'm saying is like yeah, whatever it mean, turns up
2: i have no expectations whatsoever i would love for it to be good because right now marvel is a bit too comfortable why do you say that It's just like um it's like we're now going into marvel movies just expecting something at least decent and we're not they're not really taking any too many chances anymore. Like even I think I know what you mean. It's like there's no need for them to raise the bar. Yeah. So basically, like, like
0: we're gonna talk about it later with Thor. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people kind of the major complaint is that it feels too much like Guardians.
1: Yeah, like, and it's a step not away per from. Say maybe there's a tone there because it does the 80s vibe. But again, we'll talk about it later, of course. Yeah,
2: uh, we'll go into full detail about what we felt about Ragnarok later, obviously. But so for the first part, where also there's another big event which happened uh, this month. October 27th, with a lot of pundits calling it the biggest event in video game history.
1: A shitload of games came out.
2: Like, <laughs> most major titles people were looking forward to came out on the same day Wolfenstein 2, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super
1: Mario, Mario Odyssey, Odyssey.
0: Mm-hmm. and probably a few other things. 2007 is likely to be the 20th anniversary of 1997. You mean 2017? The- 2017. 2017, my bad. Yes, suffering here right now. Yeah, but
1: Unfortunately, we can't talk about one of those three titles because I just got it, I'm still playing it, so I can't really give a good impression. Mario Sorry. Odyssey? But I, yeah, Mario Odyssey. Okay. But I, but I can talk about this one other game that came out pretty early though. South Park. South Park the fractured, uh, fractured the whole.
0: So if you think about it right, 2017 is a a watershed year for games. But yes and yeah. what October, happened yeah. is no, oh, even in January. Yeah, early like, yeah. like yeah. Early remember the load. stuff that exploded like in the early part of the year like near if- Neo, um, Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Okay, like, didn't Uncharted come out this year also? no, that was oh, last, no, last My time, yeah. No,
2: another Uncharted came out this year. Oh, the, the
1: Lost Chronicles. The, lost Lo- the one with Chloe and... Yeah, the girls, right? Yeah. Nadia. Yes, Yeah. Nadia. There you go. Sorry, Nadine, 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 jeez, I got her name wrong, damn it.
2: Whatever, I don't play these <laughs> games, I don't care.
1: They're kind of fun, but anyway, yeah. So, South Park, catch a Hole. if you liked Stick of Truth. You'll definitely like this. For sure. Wait, did
0: you play on console or on, on console, PC? Console. Oh, because the thing is, like, I'm still holding out on buying the PC version because it's on Steam it's still the censored Asian release. Oh, this was a review
1: copy given to me, so thanks Ubisoft. So we're just, you know, again, like we're just doing it for review purposes, and so far so good. I would still kind of recommend this game, but if you hate it, stick to truth. If you hate South Park overall because of how, but well, if you hate South Park,
2: yet, what the fuck are you doing exactly, playing a South Park game?
1: Yes. Because it's all about the tone, it's all about like, again, the whole entrapment of the entire game itself Yeah, I
2: mean, I've seen some gameplay of um, Fractured But Hole, and there's a late stage boss Which, I mean, even for South Park, it's pushing the fucking envelope Which is? Uh, I don't know if I want to spoil it for uh, Mr. Toffee over here, so But it's in a trailer,
1: If this is a trailer, just It's
2: not in a the trailer, it's, they, they kept it under wraps And how so. did it get leaked? When they get leaked, I just watched some guy stream it Yeah, I mean the uh, game was out uh, for quite a while The game's so. been out for about two weeks now, so I'm not yeah. like, you know, breaking embargo I
1: hope. No, no, you're not, you're yeah. not But what, what's really cute so far is like I think there were actually more memorable bits in uh, Stick of Truth a bit mm. more Especially with the aliens and your parents stage or, find, or Finding Jesus <laughs> That too, that too I mean, this one you actually get Moses So it's not too bad Yeah, I think. saw that uh, the problem is I think all the good bits are probably saved in like after eight hour- after the eight hours or so. I've mm. already been in here so long. It's still funny, don't get me wrong. So some clever moments. I mean having Morgan Freeman as your tutor, that was kinda of funny. Oh yeah,
2: your fat tutor. Yes. And yes. he was a taco shop.
1: Yes. Mm. Pretty funny. Stuff. Because South Park. And you've got like Oh, I think there's a part where you actually go to, to figure out your religion and yeah, you got the priest coming in as well. That but what
0: I really want to know is, what is the, the improvements or what is the it's enhancements now, in gameplay? Okay,
1: um, you now actually have more like an XCOM kind of combat thing going on. I so think, it's turn-based, but there's spaces now. I think... Uh, like this guy, per se.
2: I, I've heard more of a comparison to Fire Emblem. In, like, in no a way it's Fire
1: Emblem, you're right, you're right. So position matters, basically. So when you're moving your heroes... There's also a turn order thing going on as well so depending who's the fastest character moves first. So all attacks that you do they're either like your forward spaces like your regular melee attacks or like an area of effect attack. Or a long range attack which cannot hit close but so from the fire. mid-range attack, yeah, yeah, the mid-range stuff, or also, even the far attack. Stuff. And it's
2: also knockback. So you know, if there's something like on uh, the combat map, and you knock people into it, they take knockback damage, or you knock into someone else.
1: Do your your allies, they can actually hit back for extra damage. Yeah, or you
2: can hit into another enemy, and they both. But take is it a like
1: grid-based fighting? Grid-based fighting, yes. So like Mario RPG, in a way, yes. Yeah. Oh no, no, more like the Kingdom Battles Mario game, oh, okay. which is kind of like XCOM per se. Hmm. But actually, this adds a bit more. You know, like at least you think more about how you're doing your attack. It's all more that. tactical. Yeah, and the boss fights itself can get interesting, especially with one that happens in a strip club, where you're getting chased down by a particular enemy, <laughs> and your objective is actually reach the right end of the screen. One example. So there are actually more fights like this happening. So kudos for the guys who designed this. Like I believe it's Ubisoft Massive, the Massive Studio handling this. Okay. It's not Obsidian anymore. Who are actually expanding shame. the combat a
2: bit more? But I guess Obsidian has moved over to Pillars of Eternity. 2 Yeah, they're, they're and now Wormant on the Paradox's umbrella, so yeah, yeah, doing that more sense, stuff which there. Was probably where they should be happiest, I guess. I think so. I think they'd have more creative freedom. But on the I target.
0: think here's another thing: Is there enough of the Trey uh, and Matt, like oh yeah, signature on Definitely. All this? Definitely. Because what good. I understand from the first game is that they were really huge gamer nerds and like they really loved GRPGs and they just built a JRPG with South Park. They're and doing the
1: same thing here, in fact, I believe one scenario I remember it's a side quest, it's basically just making fun of JWS JW as a whole, per se. You meet a guy named PC principal. he tells you to actually, oh you can do this attack halfway when an opponent says Oh yeah, when someone does a aggression, you can then punch yes. him.
2: What's a microaggression? So, like, calling someone a pussy is a microaggression. I call a lot of people pussies. Am I microaggressive? Yeah. yeah, I guess so. You so, you are, get, so. So your opponent
0: gets an extra attack on you. I wonder if there's a macro-aggressive.
2: That's just... Uh, when I call somebody
0: an outright beta cook. <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. get double micro-transaction. Or, or, or lynching a
2: gay dude, I think that's I've, a macro-aggression. What's a beta cook?
0: <laughs> Never mind. <I> anyway. <laughs> let's, let's not go down this way.
1: Very scary. I've anyway, been on the weird part is, of the internet. It's still yeah. a fun game for now because, again, the humor is there. Obviously, it has to be there because that's the only thing that's selling the game, per se. So eight I live on this combat alone. Eight hours
0: in, you still feel enthralled to just keep going?
1: I am, actually. In fact, I'll probably keep playing the game more and more. Again, also, there's a little new element where you actually get to craft your own items, per se, and put it. Crafting is crafting. everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere.
2: Speaking of crafting, i've been playing assassin's creed origins oh again uh i got a review rev- also rev- known as review assassin's Code. creed
0: 11 i don't 9? know which number it is which I mean, one is this now assassin's creed egypt
2: of the main installments i think it's the 9th or 11th and then there are countless spin-offs that they did on the psp on the ps vita all that nonsense there's
0: revelations r- repercussions um uh- <laughs> Assassin's Creed... reparations. <laughs> yeah
2: uh, So yeah, I've put in about two hours into it You and know what they should do? They should do Assassin's Creed
0: reparations where a black assassin just... Takes just it starts killing a white, white slave owners. owners Yeah, there you go uh, Actually there is an
1: Assassin's Creed, but it's not called reparations of course You know, oh really? Yeah, uh, Black so, Flag uh, expansion, that was actually good
2: Oh, uh, based on that Cajun woman no, no, another guy. Nah, like, I, I, would, oh, yeah, I, would, I would have Assassin's Creed reparations yeah. in yeah. First the
0: Antebellum solved during like the Django Unchained era. Yeah, I would
2: do that. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't interrupt you. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Um, so that's, <laughs> <the> last <coughs> new podcast, all about tensions. So, anyway, yeah, part. Assassin's Creed Origins, so this is before the actual assassins were a thing, because they were created, they're meant to be the Hashashim, like the uh, Shia militant order. Or Dude. the killers who smoke hash. Yeah, same people. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that's what it means. Hash, hash, hash hash. They were founded in the 11th century, and this takes place in 49, 48 BC. So obviously, it can't be the same thing. So they've so before Cartman. Yeah, before Cartman. Okay. And um, it's this order called the Medjay, M-E-D-J-A-Y. Because Medjay was taken. I guess because they wanted to
0: spell something differently, made it more eastern. You made it more. Yeah, like Middle Eastern, yeah. Yeah,
2: kind of, even though it's still Egypt, which is... You know, it would have been middle. like MEDJAKH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have a new character called Bayek. Bayek. Um, and very memorable name. To be honest... <laughs> Bayek's,
0: yeah. Abelk's,
2: yeah, I've not <laughs> spent a lot of time with him, but he's more interesting than Connor was in Assassin's Creed 3. That
1: is really not saying much, yeah. considering Connor's He's also really more term.
2: interesting than... Uh, what was the name of the first guy?
1: Uh, oh, I'll I'll tie it. I'll tie it. Yeah,
2: in. much. He's not quite Ezio levels yet, but he I think he's between Ezio and Edward Kenway in terms of like just interesting main character. To that play. sounds like
1: good news because yeah, Edward yeah. Kenway is pretty awesome.
2: And he's got a fairly standard tragic origin story where he got betrayed. His son was killed technically by him. Okay. right uh, technically, this is the first right, hour gameplay, of so it's not really a spoiler. But this is just kind of his origin. So he has to kill all these people. It's always a revenge story in these fucking games. So it's just that's the same thing. So. So who's the big bad? Is it Cleopatra? I have else? no idea. Ramses, bringer of war. I've not even completed act one yet. Moses,
0: one. that's the big bad at the end. Oh, you have to stop him from parting the Red Sea. He came back from. You have the to dead. keep the Jews in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, that's what he your mission is. He came back from is. the
1: dead somehow. Yeah, I mean the giant sticks in the damn
2: tree,
0: line. Was I that, was, was that being microaggressive really? again? Probably. I know. Anyway, but there aren't any Jews in
1: this. Medium Egypt. level aggression.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so anyway, that's just the story. Like that I can't really say much else because I just don't know. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the game itself and. Um, it feels like an Assassin's Creed. That's yes cool. and no. I mean there are definitely elements ah. which are there. Like there's the parkour. There's um, like, the combat system, which is a lot better because now you have abilities to block, dodge, parry, light attack, heavy attack, mm-hmm. so it actually feels more like they've paid attention to the fighting engine this time around, as opposed to... What was the last Assassin's Creed game that came out? Uh, syndication. Syndicate. The Syndicate. Yeah, when you were... <laughs> gang publication. Basically yeah, yeah. Gangs of New York set in London. But that's the one where
0: it included multiplayer for the first time? No, that was...
2: That was, uh, they introduced a
1: brother sister protagonist, dual yeah. dual protagonist. Assassin's
2: Creed Brotherhood was the first one to have multiplayer. Oh, okay, I see. So uh,
0: no Revelations. No, no Brotherhood. You're right. The first time. Okay. Brotherhood had but multiplayer. these, but a pretty kickass multiplayer. Was the mind, combat time. system different then? Because the thing is, I lost track after three.
1: Uh, I mean, this was different. Um, from what Tom is telling me, there were no such thing as what you just mentioned per se. Yeah,
2: I mean, it used to be a bit different. Like it was fine, but it felt a bit boring, like because there was no challenge. All you had to do was block and then parry when you saw a very obviously telegraphed attack or mm. dodge if it was a heavy attack. Now, even lower level dudes, if they're 2 or 3, it's very easy to feel overwhelmed. So at least that's improved.
0: And Because it doesn't force you to run away all the time. Because like, I remember playing the yeah. Assassin's Creed games like, because of how dodgy like the combat was most of the times, it's like the better option was to just like kill ass and like climb a wall or something. Yeah, until
2: he learns how to parry or got a better sword, and then you could take on fifty people and you'd be fine because they only attacked one at a time. Yeah. But hey, it was late two thousands. You know, combat wasn't very well developed. So this mind.
1: combat feels better than yeah. most action games. Although,
2: this might just be. I think this was definitely designed with console in mind first. And most games are now. Yeah, so the control scheme on the mouse and keyboard is very weird. So to block, I have to hold down shift and then I have to press space to dodge. Mm-hmm. Press e to parry, and then click with the mouse button to attack. And you have to oh. press the middle mouse button to lock on to a target. So obviously someone's been playing Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weirdest is that the button for parkour is the alt button. What? Yeah. yeah, that just feels weird. Yeah, it's just like on the like. So I have to put my thumb in a weird place if I want to do the free running stuff. Like the core mechanic of Assassin's Creed franchise, is just now a really awkward button to but press. can you just like reconfigure? You can, but then you start messing up with other stuff and it's just... I really tried to reconfigure it, but I didn't want to spend half an hour trying to find the optimum setup for how I would play.
1: Yeah, I see. You just went and plugged in a controller in
2: the Yeah, but I have a shitty controller which didn't work, so I'm sticking with this for now. It's not the worst. It's not, you know, designed by you know, a chimpanzee, but it's definitely where it takes a moment for you to kind of get used to it. So it's not intuitive at all. That's no. All- I mean, compare that to the design scheme for uh, Shadow of War. Like, that. Even for a Master Keyboard, it feels intuitive the way they've it. But designed I would say, say
0: like, the guys who did Shadow of the War would have like the PC audience in mind. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the PC audience that actually pushed the game more than the console.
2: I think so, yeah. So there was definitely far more love than there is- Ubisoft has definitely been focused on consoles since the- I mean, since I'm pretty sure the- they get kickbacks probably, yeah. from the console people. Oh, absolutely. But also at the same time, like the thing is,
0: besides Assassin's Creed, what other cash-call franchise do they have? Oof. Not really anything else, right? Like this is the one thing they, they shit out every year Yeah but and it's it like the be. one that gets people
1: buying Ubisoft games anyway Yeah,
0: and that's the sad thing because it's like Assassin's Creed has come to a point where it's become the SHIELD game It's become like, you know, uh, like a FIFA or But I do give them credit for at
1: least Giving every... Assassin's Origins a break Like in terms of like Instead of having one coming out every year there,
2: It definitely feels like they took time to make this game uh, But there's definitely points where it's not perfect Um Bayek controls horrifically when you're riding your mount and it's caused a lot of unintended hilarity where he's meant to be, you know, this protector of all people of Egypt and he's talking about his duty to protect all the people of his hometown of Egypt. As he's casually just running over people in the street, but <laughs> he's getting ready to be. I'm your savior. I'm your savior. That like, Trump thing is like, the I national. must defend against sword just ruining up people as I casually just treading over an old woman and <laughs> a child.
0: Kind of like how in like Batman Arkham Knight, he, he's literally killing people with that car. Nobody yeah. can survive being hit by a something rocket. that comes that fast. <laughs> a rocket. But right. then I like the way all oh, these guys are concussed. They were, they were, they were like knocked out. No, I'm pretty sure... They're definitely dead. I'm pretty sure internal organs have been smashed.
2: (laughs) Or like when you have to commandeer, because it's set in Egypt, obviously there's a lot of stuff on the Nile. So, like... Where else would they do, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of boats, and again, you know, Medjay, defender of all Egypt, meant to, you know, be worried about the people as a whole. You can easily just come on someone's boat and throw them into the Nile (laughs) and watch it get eaten by crocodiles. Were there crocodiles? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Motherfucker, the crocodiles are a <laughs> Ni- in the ass! Nile crocodiles.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: Because if you're standing on the boat where they can't hit you, you have to use um, your bow and arrow, and often they're slightly too tough for all your ammo, and then they just start eating your boat until it sinks. <laughs>
0: oh okay. damn. And then you have to kind of... Wait, what
2: crocodiles eat the boat? They're made of reeds, like. I mean, they're not, you know, these strong ships. They're made for light sailing. Ah, and the Nile crocodiles attack the boat. Yeah, because they smell food. Oh, and... Uh, Humans are food after yeah. all, right? Oh, and hippos. <laughs> Fuck hippos, man. They're terrifying. They i they are dangerous. That for the
0: longest time. Hippos aren't supposed to be cute. They're actually... They're fucking yeah. dangerous. Dude. I mean,
2: they're cute from a great distance away. When they're up close and they're charging you at 30 miles an hour with their massive fucking jaws that can crush you, they're not so cute anymore. Second dangerous, most dangerous animal in Africa. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you have hippo
0: attacks in Assassin's Creed?
2: Yes. I, at one point, I was just... Uh, dicking around, because it's an Assassin's Creed game, there's a lot of dicking around in the open world map. And I got an alert saying, a Rampant Animal. And I was trying to find it, and it was a dude trying to sail away, screaming, as a hippo was chasing him. On foot? No, it was in the water. So it was was kind of like a scene with Jaws, but instead of a fin, it was just a hippo's head. Like, just slowly chasing this boat. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's... there's a lot of unintended hilarity in this game. And... Are you sure you're describing Assassin's Creed? This sounds like a Far Cry game. This sounds like a Skyrim. This sounds like like Elder Scrolls game. I think they've they've taken a lot of design cues from the Far Cry because it's it's still Ubisoft. That's also another Ubisoft title. So I guess there's been some sharing. Obviously, there's been some differences, but there's crafting now. There's a skill tree. So it feels like every other open world (laughs) RPG game out there.
1: Like every Ubisoft open-world game. So yeah,
2: is this probably the one thing that disappoints you the
0: most because if I recall like the original Assassin's Creed, especially 1, 2, and 3, right, the focus was basically on story and parkour.
2: Yeah, I mean, even Black Flag, even though it was definitely more of a pirate game, there was enough Assassin's Creed in it to make it feel like an Assassin's Creed game where the focus still was, you have to stalk your guy, you have to plan the movements of the soldiers, slowly take him out, and then, you know, the final blow, and then the overblown conversation. Now... There is some aspect of that, but it's definitely heavily sidelined for making it feel like a third-person view Far Cry game.
1: With the Assassin's Creed title. With
2: the Assassin's Creed title. And it's not turning me off, but it's making me feel a bit like, you yes. had a formula which worked, why are you messing with it? I mean, Could I'll, it
0: be because they watered it down to the point where, you know, nobody cares anymore how amazing the parkour looks there
1: um, when they did it with the French Assassin's Creed, i damn it. Revolution? Revolution? <laughs> yeah, that one. And Syndicate. I think something happened there that made them do that formula yeah, And also, just... I don't
0: think the original team is
2: on it anymore. So... Oh no. That too, that all too. the original team have left by night. Patrice is gone, I mean, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's now something like six studios working on it now, because you have Ubisoft Montreal, Vancouver, Singapore. So this Singapore. is Assassin's
0: Creed by committee.
2: Yeah, but they've always been that way. And it feels a bit more like that. It definitely feels like a lot of people have worked on different things. Like, you know, that actually, I don't think Singapore was in on this one because they're working on their Pirates game. Like, I now. think some Singaporeans, yeah. I think, you
1: yeah. Singapore is half of them are working on this one, I believe.
2: Some yeah. Well, it's, it's a huge team now, it's like 200 people, so I guess they got some people like. Local. Part
1: here, part Montreal, you know.
2: Yeah, and one final thing I'll say before we start talking about your first impressions, no. Shafiq, uh, is um, the loot and crafting. There is loot and crafting. So, how much is a loot box? Uh, Thankfully, the one time I have come across a loot box was using the in game currency and not stuff you have to buy separately. But there are microtransactions for you to buy weapons. Mm. It's not as a key. How g-
0: much for a sword? <laughs>
2: about $8 Singaporean. What? <laughs> Damn,
1: what
0: the hell, well, man? You get
2: a sword and a half technically.
0: What do you mean? Have like you have to craft it, or you need to? No, because it's level like it
2: you can buy increments of 800. It's called uh, helix points, and it's 500 per item. So you have to at least buy twice to be able to open it three times so the so the bullshit is you'll have change and then you'll have all this uh it's the microsoft points thing
0: again yeah so it's like you have floating currency that you'll never get rid of
1: yep Ooh, dude is there like a little when you start the game is there like a menu that says oh there's a streamer's thing if you apply for twitch you get this bonus stuff if you stream the game uh... Because that popped up in South Park, uh, Fractured But I, Really? Yeah.
2: I think there was something about Twitch integration, but I haven't explored it because I'm not messing around with that, yeah. yet.
1: With this and with, with the loot boxes and this whole Twitch thing, I think this is going out of hand honestly, okay. in terms of like, people promoting their shit and, in other people's games. Can...
2: think it's coming from you! <laughs> yeah. we, can spend, we can spend a whole episode talking about the state of microtransactions and bullshit that's going no, on.
0: No, that's not even gonna be- it's not even the state of microtransactions, it's here. We just have to deal with it. Yeah. It's like so it's either like you know, what should we start the mini revolution where we vote with our wallets, or do we just succumb to the inevitable? Like everything's gonna come to us. Mm, that's an peace, answer we have like, to piecemeal. So here's the question:
2: Are you gonna buy Battlefront two? No. There you go. That's that's a start. I'm not gonna buy Battlefront two because <laughs> Battlefront <laughs> was terrible. Yeah, and it,
0: coming off one of the greatest Star Wars games of all time, Star Wars: Battlefront, the original ones, one and 2. They
2: were epic as fuck. Like.
0: They were the best things. And then like when you play the new Battlefront like, ah, it's just Battlefield, Battlefield
2: with stormtroopers.
0: And they're pulling like, out we content didn't as well, if
1: you notice, you know, the season pass and shit. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's like
0: $200 to own everything, which is nonsense and it's like this is like it has come to a point where even you as a Star Wars fan you know like, no, I'm not going to pay money for that, Yeah. No, I mean, no matter what you put on it.
2: Although I think we could probably get a code from EA if you ask. Them, I so. mean, for work anyway, so already got it. Yeah, I that's, got a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, code for Battlefront as well.
0: Cool. cool. Do you Wanna want to play Battlefront? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to skip on it, I don't know. I mean, unless of course,
2: hey, well, don't you feel like it's, it's a bit too close
0: to have another Battlefront? But you didn't really fix the first one.
2: Yeah, and also uh, some news came out that uh, Battlefront 2 is the reason why Visceral got shut down and Amy Hennig's project uh, got canned.
0: What? Really? Mm.
2: Because um, it was Visceral who were working on it, but because they were short-staffed, they had to use Motive's team to find help. But Motive got shifted over to making the single-player experience for Battlefront 2. So EA has closed down another company. Did you not hear about Visceral being shut down? Oh no, I totally missed that one. Oh it dude, this
1: happened quite a while. I think a few ten weeks days ago? ago? Yeah, 10 days ago, sorry. Yeah, sorry.
2: and I mean, a lot of- oh, Wait, what else did they do? I don't know- uh, Dead Space. The Dead Space. The Dead Space guys. Fuck there you go! Yeah, and uh, Battlefield Hardline. That was their last published game. That was not bad. It was okay- The Battlefield is, as cops. It, it was their first, first player first first-person shooter ever, and they did a good job considering they had to learn how to use Frostbite.
1: Yeah, the problem is, visceral games, they do single-player games, and I don't think that's EA's vision at so the So we moment, might never have another Dead Space. Exactly. Well, we, we, yes. Do we need one? Nah, nah I think one don't. and two is fine. I know, but the fact that there won't be a dead space that's gonna be in that same veins, it's just sad, honestly. And
2: Visual Studio, they've done great work. Yeah, we, especially. Could, we could do a post-mortem later, because there's still stories coming out. Like, apparently yeah. EA did do the right thing, because apparently that game was a shit show. Which mm-hmm. one? Uh, the untitled Star Wars project. Apparently Hennig was butting heads with everyone, she just wasn't huh. being a team Like, they are trying to make a game to be better than Uncharted for half the money with a team of thirty people in the most expensive city in the states, where there are no tax breaks. Of course, it was never going to work. Like, the game needed to make one hundred million dollars to break even. Like, even it didn't even come out right. It was like no. And the EA was saying it needs to get ninety on Metacritic, which you won't get for the first game in a franchise ever. Like, Uncharted didn't manage that. That's true, but like wait.
0: So how many companies have EA closed down? This There's a oh, lot. Oh, too many. To we account. can make an episode about that. What's the more new Matt? company called? <laughs> oh, the Lord British one also. Uh, Origins, Origins was the one. Origin Origins, Systems, yes. and then the thing is, they took the name and they named their online distribution Origins. It's like like a big slap in the face. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like taking a corpse and raping it, basically. Oh <laughs> 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 what? It's that's that's the only. No, there's nothing like with. taking a corpse and raping it. <laughs>
2: Speaking of corpses, uh, we have. <coughs> a bit of time for your first questions of Wolfenstein 2.
0: So <laughs> Wolfenstein: The New Colossus came out, and I'm gonna say right off the bat, my contender Game of the Year. Really? It is super strong. Super well. fun, and the thing is, right, I'm basing this off my experience with previous uh, ID games. Now I do understand that Wolfenstein now does not uh, belong to ID in a sense. It's like it's built by what's the name of the company uh, again? Machine. Machine head. games. Machine games. games, right? Who are famous for basically the other Wolfensteins. Yeah. And like they were very good. I mean, I like the, the. There new were Order.
1: former Starbreeze
0: guys who've done like. The guys really who did the stuff. Riddick uh, yes. Star Games. The, Dark, Ath- the, the, the... Dark, Athena Dark Athena and the other Escape one. Escape from
2: Butcher Bay. Thank you.
0: Yes. Which are very underrated to me. You know, I, I would say like when when I played those on the original Xbox, it's like, yeah, whoever these guys are, they need more opportunities. And then, lo and behold, they got the Wolfenstein series, and like I would. That, say, that blew my mind. That's for sure. That's like okay, this is this is gonna be okay, kid. You you got here are the keys to the Batcave. Do what you can, and then, like, I was very, uh, I wouldn't say blown away, but the thing is, they have exceeded all expectations. Yeah. Now, the thing is, that, like, the first game where it had a little bit of the stealth, a little bit of the action, and then I felt like it was balanced perfectly well, like, the same way that they did with Dishonored, but this time with you know, more shooty elements. Mm-hmm. And, like, the thing is, if you're a fan of like the pedigree of Wolfenstein, because you do have to understand, this is the great granddaddy of every FPS game, so it's Wolfenstein that get Doom, that get Quake, and so on and so forth. And it does feel, it has that ID touch. It feels like it. you recognize the Wolfensteinness in a way. Whereas like, the action comes fast and hard if you want it. But if you're like a little bit of a pussy and you just want to hide and stealth around, you can do that too. And I was very surprised Is like, you know what, they, they made it work twice. Whereas like the first game, it really felt like, you know, this was a very well made game. This was put together, this was polished, and this was... I would say I would say maybe credits also to the guys who did Dishonored
2: and the guys who did Doom. Okay, and yeah, because the thing is like you have to understand
0: all of these games fall under that one umbrella, mm. the Bethesda umbrella, the Bethesda, the Zenimax umbrella, more mm. or less. But in a sense, it's like
2: you no, know, they all recognize each other's pedigrees. I think there's definitely some kind of best practices sharing going on between all these studios. I would agree too because the thing is right. I think this is this is one of the few things like
0: the difference between like maybe something like Ubisoft, EA, and something like Zenimax and Bethesda. Like Bethesda respects the legacy. Yeah. They know what makes their games great. And they know like it's not really about sales, it's about like you know, creating quality product.
2: Because I think it's still because Todd Howard is still there, and I think it's his... And he's old school as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. His, his crazy vision is still what's driving the philosophy behind Bethesda, and so long as he's there, they're not going to go in the way of... If he says Fallout
0: or Elder Scrolls, people are going to pay money for that. Oh, because absolutely. Because like, we can attest to the quality. Okay, maybe except for the Fallout series. The Fallout series is a little bit here this and there. This is more like, okay, that one yeah. we can well, talk en- about
2: that time. I enjoyed Fallout 4, but anyway, let's not get too deviated. Yeah, yeah.
1: so <laughs> tell me about the difference between the gameplay. Like, are there any changes from Wolfenstein, uh, What's that? Uh, None oh, that I
0: can say right now. It's still it same feels gameplay,
1: like, shooting how, and all
0: that. The thing is, it feels like you know coming back to your grandma's house. Like you, you're familiar. You don't feel out of place, and you just like find that one cozy corner where you, this is what you wanna do. And the thing is, like what blew me away about New Colossus is like it, it's a, this is a very pretty game. It's hard to exp- explain, but it's like usually I don't really care about graphics, or I do. I don't really care about how it looks. But this game, for some strange reason, it's like, I think, it's like, it's like say something like Cuphead, which is strong with aesthetics and design. Yeah. And then it's like, I know we've had this conversation before where basically, like, okay, graphics have come to the point of realism where, you know, even though we've breached the Uncanny Valley, we still can kind of realize, like, yeah, it looks like a video game. And there's just something about this game that doesn't look like a video game. It's like, we're actually going not only beyond the Uncanny Valley, we've now come to a point. It's like the first time I played Half-Life 2, and you saw the mouths move with the- And it didn't feel weird. And it didn't feel
1: weird! Okay, so what was that Half-Life moment
0: in New Colossus? When that black girl showed up and I looked at her and like, this is like the most realistically rendered thing I've seen in a long time.
2: And it didn't make you go, Yeah, there isn't that strange
0: kind of like, like you do realise like when you play certain games, it's like, yeah, this is a video game character, like, even if you say something like, that broke the mold, like Uncharted, mm. like when you look at this character, like, oh, his personality and like, the way the character's animated kind of like, you know, gel in a way that it doesn't look too awkward. Whereas now, it's, like, I can see, like, oh, hey, whoever is working on the cutscenes and whoever's working on the character models and the animations, that's the future right there. Mm. I would say, like, why I would say Game of the Year, like, a game has not blown me away visually in a long time. How about the vistas of the game, so are there any like panning shots or whatnot that- God, it's gorgeous man, and the thing is like, because the thing is I'm very early in the game, I'm barely two or three hours in. Oh wow. Because it's like, and the thing is right- Do we get to actually
1: see this new version of the world, right, ruled by Nazis?
0: Oh yeah. And it's like, the art design, and the aesthetics, and like just the fact that you know,
2: like you know, everyone around you deserves to die. (laughs) That's one thing I really enjoyed. So you can actually just indiscriminately just fire into a crowd. Yeah! "I'm, I'm justified. You know what?
0: I don't feel bad shooting. In this all
2: case. of you guys chose the wrong
0: side, yeah. right? and I'm justified. I'm just gonna blow everyone away, or I can meet my contact and get the information, or play it that way. That's what I love about Wolfenstein because it's like it it doesn't fall under the trappings of like a, to- a typical open world game where like oh you can make any choice you want, but don't touch that, don't touch but that. But don't touch that, don't <laughs> But whereas this one is basically like oh you killed that guy, looks like you have to go this way now, you know. But the thing is like. This is just a first impression. So far, I would say strong contender for Game of the Year, because visually, aesthetically, gameplay-wise, like, controls are tight! Mm. Like, I mean, like, that Wolfenstein, Doom, Quake, that ID pedigree is still intact. Nice, so nice. for a lot of people who out there who are worried, like, was this gonna be dumbed down for consoles like, pr- like the previous game? No, no, no. Mouse and keyboard, you're gonna rock it. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be fine, you know? But, I do have to warn you guys out there, this takes a little bit of horsepower. Like yeah. I'm running this on my 980 Ti, and it's like it doesn't clip or it doesn't really stutter, but I've noticed like it, it could be like day one things, because yeah,
2: it I, might be it might be just a day one patch. Yeah, it needs thing. it
0: probably needs a day one patch or something. But like you know, from what I've seen so far, like, even the fire effects are gorgeous.
2: What's like, your frame rate right now? Right now I'm hitting close to 900. Wow, that's but good. It, but it's like all ultra out. Because uh, Assassin's Creed kind of sitting around. 3845 for me right now really on ultra on ultra yeah Ooh. are they capping it purposely no nah, but you're playing on a laptop so your laptop yeah I've, and i've got a 1060 it's not an a, it's a full 1060 but i think it's just yeah you probably need um
0: you need a 1080 and above yeah
2: to make it but go it, this is smooth. a 1060m it's
0: not 1060.
2: no it's a full 1060. 1060. in your laptop yeah what <laughs> um, but, the future everybody but the cpu is a bit low in terms of, uh, yeah, but a, a game wouldn't need that much CPU. Like, the thing yeah. about Wolfenstein, like, yeah, it doesn't
0: need any CPU at all. But the thing is, I have like an Asus 980 Ti Strix, right? Yeah. First, I heard the fan spin. Really? So I was like, oh, hey, there you go. Hmm. <laughs> and this is like, just, this is just me being obnoxious and pushing everything to Ultra and Max, right? And it's like, it doesn't chug, that's what I'm saying. But it does have moments where it just kind of skips and kind of, like, like I said, it's probably first day install, fresh on the hard disk, day one patch probably required. Uh, but like I said, full review coming up next episode, where I'm going to lovingly talk about hopefully how this game blows me away.
2: I think it probably will, and I'll eventually give my full review <coughs> of Ask Creed Origins, but it's going to be a long time coming. I've still not finished Shadow of War.
1: And yeah, I'll probably head back to South Park, and also for Mario Odyssey. Which is suppose, out
2: already, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: I should be able to find something Have you gotten your player. Switch yet?
2: Mm-hmm. Fuck no. <laughs>
0: I am still on the fence. Now here's the thing. I want to get myself a Switch. I also want to get... I got a PS4, but it's still in the box. (laughs) Something came out very recently that got my dick hearts. They are getting... Ninja Guidance coming back. Oh, what? It's going to be backwards compatible on Xbox One, or you can just get it from the Microsoft Store. Oh, this the is the uh, original. Version, yeah. Ah, okay. it's like so. You can if you have the if you have the disc from the Xbox. I'm pretty sure you can just stick it in and play right. That'll I think cool. it. I think That'll it cool.
2: reads it and then it automatically downloads. And just
0: downloads it. it right. So like, oh, there you go. Okay, this is locked to your account. And like Ninja Gaiden, Black, the complete version. Finally, I get to play this again. <laughs> so like that, oh, I finally have a reason to buy an Xbox One, <laughs> just to play a game that came out ten years ago. Can I just play on your PC through the Xbox? The Account emulator? Thing? I don't think it does work. No, I don't think... Oh, it doesn't work, does it? There is no... Uh, like on Windows 10? Yeah, Windows 10. Can you? I don't think so. I don't think it's part of that ecosystem. has eco- to be an Xbox I like think it's that. like... On the, like, what I know is that it was announced on Xbox One. Uh, so if you own the original game... If there's no
2: cross-play, then we just won't know for certain. But it's a
0: single-player game. But if you could run it on PC, that would be brilliant. <laughs> because I would say this is the game that does Zelda better than Zelda.
1: I still don't know if there's a justification apart from that to get an Xbox one now,
0: considering... yo, just to, just, just to play Ninja Gaiden again. Sure. I, I need any reason, because the thing is, that game came out on the original Xbox, sequels came out on the 360. Yeah. and then like after Itagaki was like, you know, <laughs> went off his rockers.: Yeah, sent it to exile, and then like that game, like it died with three, and then when they released Yagiba. Like, <laughs> completely dead they had no idea what to do with this franchise so I'm hoping like, if this gets a new generation of kids to play Ninja Gaiden boys and girls you wanna know what was Dark Souls before Dark Souls this fucking game
2: and that was our uh, monthly Ninja Garden talk <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna be, we're gonna be taking a quick
0: play the damn game okay Tecmo needs your money we'll be yeah, telling we, we you yeah, we featured our gaming quote. we will be taking
2: Jesus Christ I'm surrounded by old men we'll be taking a quick break <laughs> And then we'll come back with a review of Thor Ragnarok.
1: And we're back! Okay, so we've done the first half of the show. Now we're gonna talk a bit or a lot about Thor Ragnarok. Uh, what?
0: what do you guys think? I thought it was fun. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time at the cinema for me. Didn't if oh. it was like about two hours long, right? Uh, I think it was just under 2 hours Just under 2 hours and it didn't feel like it took its time yeah. Even if it was, even
1: if the run time said it was 2 hours I did not feel I that run at, at all Yeah, no,
2: it was great, I mean Shafiq and I went to see it together on a double date thing uh, Yes, yeah, how cute, how cute Yeah, we got uh, the I so alone the, couch, <laughs> the couch seats you get in the cafe oh. So we went with my wife and uh, his girlfriend Like we sat together, they sat together but, It was very cute But we
1: shared each other's popcorn Of course <laughs> and, and some other things <laughs> The relationship goes beyond work, I guess. Uh-huh. So.
0: Well, anyway, you know, uh, last Kings fans, you know, don't worry, we're never gonna break your hearts. We'll stay single for all you people out there. <laughs> so but, anyway, what yeah. I want to bring up
1: is, I the the fact I like the thing why I like this show a lot more than the past two films was because it actually took Thor to where he's supposed to be going, outer space and beyond Midgar and Earth basically like, yeah, I this think is... that's the weakness with yeah. the first
0: the second movie especially when they decided to have a lot of his adventures take uh, place on Earth yeah they
1: actually fought Malekith in outside of
0: Asgard I believe yeah, but the, what's the what's wrong of the first one the first one tried to be a Shakespearean tragedy yeah, yeah
2: set in a small town directed by Kenneth in Brown. New Mexico
0: yeah.
2: but the destroyer armor
1: bits were kind of cool I can to confess I can't remember them at all the armor dude with lasers coming out of his face. oh yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Face. but that was such but, an
2: uh, underwhelming fight because as soon as he guys powers just went smack Like this is before yeah. after avengers this is before. before before avengers this is his setup before avengers yeah because they make a thing about how it was very difficult to travel to um, midgard earth from asgard without the birfrost, the rainbow bridge
0: rainbow
1: bridge the Bifrost
0: that's what North. i like about Thor. they rocked it they, yeah, i know they, as lame as it sounds yes it's called the rainbow bridge they kept it in Yeah,
2: you know like, so is yeah. this is a bad translation of the old norse word which is birfrost. Which means rainbow bridge. Yeah, was well, like I think it's meant to be like the bridge of many colors, but you shortened it down to rainbow bridge. So it sounds like a Kaber. Um, it sounds well, like a Super Mario level. It and, is a and, Super and Mario, and the way level. I see
1: it, you guys probably obviously don't remember the second film because it was pretty forgettable. when I you heard remember
0: about it. the part where Natalie Portman was in it for a hot minute. <laughs> And And I remember the portal scene. But I love the fact that in just one line they got rid of her. Yeah, we're not talking to each other anymore. (laughs) Like, alright, we can't afford Natalie Portman. She's too big for this show. The
2: main problem about Thor 2 is that it was the biggest Mm cocktease. Because they're kind of suggesting, Oh, we're going to go across all nine realms because we're showing uh, Svartalheim, Vasselheim? No, that's a place in Skyrim. Um,
1: the, other, the other eight realms, basically. Yeah
2: the, yeah, the other eight realms. But it was just, you know, Earth, a little bit Asgard, a little bit of and that one place where we left one of the Warriors 3. Mm-hmm. Because we couldn't have an Asian dude in Asgard for a reason.
0: Well, they took him out
3: really
1: quickly in this movie. Yes. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. All those guys who had some sort of thing going on in 1, Part 2, all day.
2: Like, the Warriors 3 didn't even have lines. Why oh, haven't the girl warrior from the. Lady she went Sith. missing. She, she, did, she didn't even pop up in this movie. No, career. she did not. Was there something about her disappearing? Because I know she was the one who handed over um the... Maybe
1: she went off somewhere in Thor thought... two. See, that's why Thortu was kinda of forgettable. You just these things just like it... a drive by basically. Yeah,
2: it was just such a blair movie.
1: Yeah, which is why I'm glad that this third one went off to different places, had crazy characters too, had colour. And color, especially. And There's a bit of an 80s soundtrack thing
2: going on as well. And what 80s soundtrack?
1: I mean a little bit, there was a synth thing going on with this All, entire soundtrack. Like I said, the when they were on the... For a like, man's Blast. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like the
2: halfway world. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much, pretty right. much.
2: Yeah, basically the big shit pile in the middle of the universe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, basically the junk planet from Transformers, if you ask me. That's pretty what much. I felt like. like when I looked yeah. at it, like, you know what? This looks like an impressive enough set. I would say like the thing about Thor part 3 as compared to the other two is like you could see where the money was spent this time Yeah
2: like they suddenly had a budget and they weren't afraid to go a bit buck wild Maybe because it was Taika Waititi I would say maybe, I mean in terms of tone I mean not just tone but I mean just that because this is his first uh, Hollywood movie he's probably significantly cheaper than a lot of other directors would be. No, of course, like, this is your... He has to
1: think like an in indie, like how he did last time, but yeah. now he has a bigger budget. I mean, in case Jesus Christ, he,
2: he probably would have done it, you know, um, uh, what's the word, when you do something for free.
0: Oh, pro bono. Pro bono, he pro probably
2: would have done it for pro bono, because I think he just I loves to. I don't think doing... so. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing about like, Typhoon. But you have to understand film. it, we
0: live in a world where, like, you know, remember when the Josh Trank, Oh god. Oh, when you when oh you god. try to fight the studio and then you decide to shit on the studio. So it's like it's very strange, like because nowadays whenever I see movies like this, whenever it's like a a new young buck director, I always think to myself, so how much of this is film and committee and how much of this is his uh, like original vision? And I could I mean I can safely say like as compared to the other movies like his comedy comes through his Definitely. tone, and like also show those, those weird like the delivery when it comes to certain jokes like yeah that's very trademarked it, yeah it when, when when like bruce like banner fell one. out yes that yeah. was him that was all right. him basically. like it's, to me but it felt very strange how bruce banner kind of looked like the drugged out days <laughs> like he didn't know what the hell was going on and like, then like in the other movies he's like he's a bit more on top of it scientist dude
2: i think they, they explained it because he yeah, was hard for two years, years i guess like could, so he's he disheveled because yes. it's also like for the first time hulk is actually forming almost sentences so I guess it's just that when you're something for long enough, your brain starts hard. But worrying. he's been doing almost sentences since Hulk Smash. Yeah, but this Hulk Smash and Puny, Puny God. That's all he said in the last few. Speaking seasons. of Puny God, nice throwback, right? There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> throwback in I, the I, arena. No, yeah, and fine. I love that Loki is like, so yes, that's <laughs> what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's my
0: problem with Loki. Loki to me now feels like the weakest character because he was the reason. The Avengers got together in the first movie. Yeah. Now he's turned into more of a, like a goofy sidekick Anti hero, an antihero. Not even an anti hero. He is the comic relief all of a sudden.
1: I Which think is okay considering that he was supposed to be a big bat and then because of the comics he became sort of an like anti hero because I think a lot of girls and guys like, like the new Loki. I think from like that's, the movies. they're
2: keeping him because people like Tom Because Hiddleston. girls love yeah. Tom Hiddleston. There you Just go. There you go. And See, the comics actually
1: form. Loki into the comedic Loki because of the Godland film, the first Thor. That's what I think so too. Yeah, yeah. And
2: also, even if you look, I mean, let me put on my, my massive history nerd hat here and say, even if you look at. This is mythology, this is not history. Yeah, this is. <laughs> it's, it's tied to Norse shit, alright? Yeah, <laughs> um, but this is Marvel Norse yeah, stuff. If you look at Loki, he's actually not that strong if you look at his skill sets. Yeah. His main thing is he's able to just manipulate people to do things for him. And he can cast illusion and like... Yeah, stuff, and right? yeah, he can throw daggers, but he's actually quite squishy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he was only a credible threat in uh, the first effect just because he had the Chitari and the Infinity Stone mm-hmm. powering him. Which they all seem to... Like, okay, here's
0: another thing about this Thor movie, like... Everybody seems to have like, uh, gleamed past the fact that... Aren't we all... Aren't all these movies basically about the lead-up to Thanos? Well, there was a slight, slightly. There were some references in this film, and yeah, but it's not like like other movies where like they were actively
2: seeking out Infinity Stones or seeking out
0: people of certain.
1: Like... I think because people know that Avengers
0: because Infinity War is the next, next year. M- the next that. one is Infinity War versus
2: well, right? Black Panther. Then it's Infinity War. Yeah. Oh,
0: you have to sit through that first, huh? Mm-hmm. So wait, what sit through, which... I'm looking forward to Black Panther yeah, yeah, which, which Stone is left to be discovered?
2: There's seven, right? Five.
0: Five. Sorry, five. five for each finger on the gauntlet.
2: Uh, we've had. Uh... Power, time,
0: space, uh, reality, and the one that Will Ring keeps uses. <laughs> I can't remember what that one's called. Uh, not Illusion, right? I don't know. Uh, reality Stone! <laughs> <laughs> eh. But okay, but the thing is, they've been lovely, lovingly renamed to Tesseract, the, the I a motor. The Eye of Agamotto and like, all right, you
2: know these the and Mind like, Stone. I think that's the one that Vision is camping. and some shit uh, in and, his and some, kit, some shit that like Wakanda's
1: up. keeping at the moment.
2: Uh, oh yeah, Wakanda's got. So we're probably gonna see that. There's another stone there yeah, probably,
1: yeah.
0: right? So like, that's the, how they got the tech. But here's, a, here's the
2: thing, right? Do y'all remember that scene in the
0: treasure room when Loki just knocks over the gauntlet? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, because oh this is a fake. he's like ah. oh no, that's
0: Hela. Hela said fake. Oh, Hella said fake.
2: Oh, my
1: bad. Speaking of which, hello. I kind of like
0: Cape Blanchett in this Can we talk about how we have
2: our first compelling villain since Loki in Avengers?
0: I would say that, yeah. This is probably my favourite Marvel villain all time. that's pretty good
2: Because you can buy that she is powerful and scary, but she's also got that kind of complex about being abandoned by her father. And got that snarky way of looking at it But it was subtle, that's why I liked it. It wasn't like, and main kind of thing, like, my daddy abandoned me. But you could tell there was some resentment that underlies. But
1: she's not whining about it, she deals with it with swords and shit. No, it's
2: someone who has come to terms with it, but hasn't forgiven him. Mm. Like, it's something that she has accepted as part of her and she's not conflicted. Well, if you've been banished away
0: for aeons, I'm pretty sure you'd be a bit annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, the thing is, my only problem with Hela is that they didn't establish her strength. Properly, because the first thing she does is she crushes Mjolnir. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, here's the thing: like, you don't see, like, basically the emotional struggle, the emotional release, and like the big power-up, super saiyan moment is when Thor realizes, "I am the god of thunder. It's not just the the hammer. Yeah, it was just a way to, uh, it's a way to,
2: you know, like, like it's not spelled out, channel his powers.
0: No, but at the same time, I'm like thinking, do we really need to do this bullshit karate kick crap? Constantly, all the time. That's like, your template for Marvel movies, I guess. And every other superhero stick. movie yeah.
1: too. That's what they're sticking to. So that could be our big stickling point for. Yeah, for because the thing right
2: is, that
0: like, I was very upset when they destroyed me all there. Yeah, I
2: like, mean, really, like,
0: I don't think you earned that point yet.
2: But I think it's a, it was a really for- good way to immediately raise the stakes and make you realize we aren't fucking around with this villain. But I was thinking Honestly, like... Honestly, I feel that
0: he did
1: because he was already in Avengers 1, Thor 1, Thor 2, and Avengers 2 already. He's already sort of
0: proved himself
2: Yeah, he's been he in four movies No, no, I'm, I'm
0: talking about... Not Thor. Thor is very forgettable. I'm talking about Mjolnir itself. Like, that is a very <laughs> symbolic thing. Like, like, that is... Thor is Mjolnir, I Thor, guess. Thor's fucking hammer and she smashes it very easily. Yeah. And like, in the words of Loki, crushed it like glass. We don't stand a chance. So here's the thing, it's like... One thing is, like, they always throw that word god around. Yeah. And all the time I feel like, are you really gods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what makes a god? If the Hulk can pick you up by your feet and slam you into the ground, are you really a god? It's something. You're that probably that a demigod. Marvel now. is yeah. not. Demigod? Demigod means you're, like, you're half human, half hu- god. Yeah, Marvel is. Or not, not f- yet god status. Marvel
2: is not consistent with how. They because they do don't care.
0: <laughs> because this is royalty free Yeah, shit.
2: because if old Asgardians are meant to be these powerful. I got like pings. Why are they dropping like flies? Like, why do they fight so badly? Exactly. Kids?
1: That's this the point in front of us. This is actually make. also apparent in that one uh, Thor comic, God Slayer. Apparently, there's this dude, because he's so sore about not being. So Thor about About, about his, Thor? About his <laughs> About his prayers not being answered by gods. Arthur? He ends up just killing all these gods with this weapon called the All Black, the Nether Sword. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, another yeah. New Zealand reference. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there <laughs> go. Here's the thing it's like. That kind of story just proves that okay la, like, I guess gods are fallible in
0: this Marvel Well, canon they have universe, to I be, guess. or else
2: nothing goes along. Yeah, I mean, because like, if there's an oh, gods are literally indescriptible it's like okay, so we can solve all our problems by saying forget. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe gods aren't like the gods we think about in like how we think about in the real world. Yeah, but
2: also life. like you know again, Norse mythology blah blah. blah but, you know. It's the well, Marvel setup, like I, I know, I know, but no, like, so. gods are gods are fallible then as well. Like Ragnarok is the gods dying, mm-hmm. so you know. I, you so, can what explain are your way. thoughts about Ragnarok, the event itself? Did you feel that it was? Did you did more
1: explosions, I mean,
2: <laughs> I think it was fine. It was, it was fine. I thought it was good. I mean, I would have enjoyed it more if they did the actual full Ragnarok that the mythology has, because it is metal as fuck. Like three solid winters including the you know, Winter of Wolves where it's just massive wolves attacking people all the time massive snake comes out which Odin has to crush but then dies from the poison where Thor is eaten by fanfare you, you do realise you
0: need to squeeze this all into a two hour movie and have a hog fight too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so at least they kept as the metal past- as that sounds
1: they, wow. they still had a good part anyway with yeah. Surtur coming up. No,
0: but well. here's the thing. Like to me, I felt that like Ragnarok was enough of the emotional impetus. You didn't need to crush me on there because the thing is, right? When you remove that and then you just basically were saying like, oh yeah, Thor had the power in him all along, and then it totally disclaims every other movie. Like, like so the, the why the whole, didn't he just the, the, de- yeah. the
2: driving point of the first movie is that he's useless without his hammer. And then
0: all of a sudden, like you know, we're yeah. changing the rules as we go along, which I don't mind because comics do that naturally. And besides, the
1: the hammer might come back anyway somehow. I, it's some gonna come thing. back. Yeah.
0: Like, he's gonna forge another one from a dying that, star. That,
1: that's comics. That's that's comics for you.
0: No, but that's the thing. Like, what's he gonna do for the next movie in, in, in Avengers: Infinity War or whatever? Is he, is he gonna just lightning people around like Lord Raiden?
2: Or as we've but as we've shown with Doctor Strange being able to reverse time, he could just reverse time on have to get it
0: fixed there you go so here's the problem this is a marvel cinematic universe unraveling itself creating unnecessary plot points and plot holes so like you know what i am now in that like we keep talking about marvel burn like the marvel burnout it's like okay Guys, wrap it up, we want to see Infinity War 2 before I'm 40. You know? <laughs> That's not going to happen. Which is not going to happen. Like I'm going to be 50 years old or something when this this shit finally wraps up. When like Robert Lundy Jr is way too old to be Iron Man.
2: I think he's going to die in Infinity War.
0: I'm going to call uh, Captain America.
2: Chris Evans
0: is really more, like, I feel like... He, he wants was more the matter. No, not just that, he wants out of the contract more than everybody else. Because he is desperate to be a director and he can't. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm pretty sure they have like, a, a, like tight reins on him. Like he has other plans. It so they're could... gonna make Anthony Mackie Captain America? Probably. I because Black or, or Bucky Barnes in huh? the comics, Bucky Barnes or Bucky Barnes. Bucky so they, have two they have a of two exactly because the thing is right. Why they probably make Winter Soldier and introduce Falcon at the same time is just to see how the audiences play with them. Yeah. Like if they felt like oh Bucky should be the next like you know uh, Captain America as according to like you know original Captain America timeline. Or current timeline, like after Civil War, where like you know we have the Black Captain America. Where Sam
2: Wilson takes up the thing.
0: There you go. And then like, but that's the thing. It's like this is Marvel just constantly playing it safe and like you know like not say spreading themselves too thin, but creating enough like landing mats so that they can out they can explain themselves out of any situation.
2: Yeah, I mean. It- what will be interesting is how they deal with Black Panther because I feel like that's gonna be the make or break to see if they can get away with literally anything but to me he feels like more of a crowbar progressive character like we need the the black superhero to have like the big screen I guess but you know even if it is just like oh we need to have diversity they've done a really good job yeah, but on TV and with in the end kid, of the it
1: day, it's still a movie that sets up everything that leads up to
0: maybe Infinity War. And then here's the question too, like that talking Blast to Stone? you guys, yeah. what do you know about Black Panther?
2: Not a lot, but you know that Michael true... B. Jordan's
0: in it. That's all I know.
2: Well, Chadwick Boseman is in it. I it's know it's being he's directed gonna... by the guy who directed Creed. I know
1: Man Abe's gonna be inside. That's for sure. Who? From the comics. Uh, this is a guy who dresses up as a silverback gorilla, who beats the shit out of Black Panther. I would love to see that. And just to see how they explain through that, especially in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. because no, no, no is... there is actually Man-Ape inside, but he's not wearing the outfit yet. It's, it's a real But name. do they call him man Ape? No, no, Ooh, no. They it's, have to. He's using man Ape's real name. I we... forgot what it is, but it's using his real name. Really, that's <laughs> name. <laughs> 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 uh, but... And it'll be interesting to see how whether Dr. Claw will do this whole weird outfit from the comic. What, he's not
2: gonna do the full outfit, but he'll have the claw hand. Like basically the yeah. claw hand,
1: but you know, will he go through walls? Will he be made out totally
2: sound? You know. I
0: don't think he's gonna be a main uh, antagonist. I think they have to give it to them, maybe like, not now, maybe later. Character. Yeah. Like they're, they're gonna setting up the their... Killmonger thing first. Yeah. yeah. Like this is basically Black Panther setting up his own trilogy, and then like how does that fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or how does that fit into Infinity Stones? Because he did play a prominent part in uh, what was it, Civil, Civil War. War? Yeah, Civil War. There you go. So like
2: a good introduction. Of a character into an ensemble cast. I would
0: say Spider-Man did it better. Well, compared to Black Panther. Black Panther basically just came in, kicked ass. You know, and the thing is, what thing about the Black Panther trailer is like? We see him running on the road, jumping from car to car. Like we saw that in Civil War. Like, so to me, this feels like okay. Maybe have you run out of ideas? Is it basically gonna be like a Marvel movie but set in like some weird kind of? I want to see what crazy stuff he can Africa. summon because but he is it's Afro-futurism, uh, king. He's the is... king of a country for crying now. And, and also,
2: Afrofuturism is... is something that's never been done on the big screen. Before. But this is something also that's very strange to me. It's basically like uh,
0: the Claw himself yeah. states that oh, th- that's Eldorado Dorado. So it's like, how many mythologies are you gonna gonna try and throw it into one movie?
2: I think okay. that I think he was just using some, like a common thing that people know what El Dorado is. I think he. I don't think he was saying that it is literally El Dorado. I think you did in the trailer. He said, That is Eldorado. I mean, People thought it's, it was a, an F- it's a teaser trailer. It's probably taken way out of context. I think yeah, he's not. We'll only like, find out later on. And being a teaser really. trailer is probably not even yeah, going to be the final seen, film. Have you seen the full trailer? Oh, wait. What happens? Uh, it's, it does a better job of kind of setting up the world and what it's going to be involved. Mm. Set to The Revolution Will Not Be Televised.
1: Yeah, that, that's a good trailer. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's
1: good. But. Wow, we actually tangent away from no, really quick. the quick. <laughs> that's because,
2: like, <laughs> there's no. Not much to say about Thor other than it's great, it's he worked fun. Well yeah. Yeah. it worked fine. Well, it is, is fun. It is fine. Like we could go on about why everything works so well, especially like even the author insert character, wasn't egregious. Korg. You think so? Like, no, not really. No, it, no. W- it it worked because he wasn't too prominent. He was there mainly as you like you know. And he was there as really... a
0: CGI character instead of like doing an M Night Shyamalan where he appears in it. Yeah, world.
2: and whilst he was kind of critical near the end of the film, it wasn't like he was stealing the limelight away from. The main thing, which is Thor, it was a good way for Taika Waititi to say, "Hey, I have a funny accent, and I sound funny when I say silly things," while still making a superhero movie.
1: Putting a stamp on without actually ruining the movie. Yeah,
2: I had honestly no problem with uh, the inclusion of Thor whatsoever. That was fun too. I mean, well, like, I I did like the fact that
0: this movie started off as like a, an epic space adventure, then turned into Gladiator for a second. And all of a sudden it became a space adventure again, and of course, like probably one of the best payoffs ever was like that battle on the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, oh yeah, God, that was fun. Like watching the Hulk smash a giant dog. <laughs> yeah. that was awesome. I did not know yes. I wanted to see that, and when I did, it's like you know what, yeah. Whoever is in charge of this tangent of the Marvel
2: cinematic universe where it's all fun and colourful and just batshit insane. It looked a little more of that at least. Also, when they were doing the shot when they were doing like uh, the 2D view, mm-hmm. it felt like a callback to the, the original Old Boy, in a way. You think so? Like the corridor of fights. Oh, like in, like in a way, in a way, yeah. 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 No, but it wasn't
0: single I... tracking enough, if you ask me. Like... It
2: wasn't obviously it wasn't single tracking enough, it wasn't a single shot, but it was enough of a lingering thing to make it go. Oh, I think you saw the action scene and wanted to add that, but I not mean, entirely steal it. Obviously, because then that would be yeah, a but obvious. I, no,
0: I didn't see it. I don't. I don't really see it. But I think I know what you're, you're hinting at. Yeah. But to me, like the best thing about Thor is definitely the action scenes because, like, from the first fight with what is his name, Sutter. Yeah, Sutter.
2: Sutter. Suter, Sutter. Sutter. That's immigrant song. Peter
0: Sutter. Like, okay, we're gonna talk about immigrant song. Yeah. <laughs> very soon. But right now, let's just like say like you know. The Sutter fight, the Hulk fight. The Sutter fight, the Hulk fight in the arena was pretty. Like that's yeah. that's, that's that's pure fan service yeah. right there.
1: Hela just kicking ass, just slaughtering Yo. people. Yo,
0: oh god! Like when th- she wiped out like Ragnarok, like the moment she kills like Tadanabu Asano. Yep. I was like, damn! Like, really? None of these characters survive. So like, (laughs) and that's the thing is like I like the fact that it was ramping up the stakes like with the destruction of Mjolnir, the banishment of Thor and Loki to this weird gladiator planet, and how Hela just wreaks havoc, and Scourge pops up. Why? Becomes the Executioner for a second, like a hot minute. Doesn't really do much. And that, to yeah. me, that's a waste of Carl Urban. Carl Urban yeah. is probably one of the best actors of our time. And
1: yeah, Executioner was actually a pretty prominent villain in the Avengers Slash 4 bit. Mostly as a lackey, but a very hard-hitting I, think, I
2: a... think he was just there to say, Oh, by the way, I have a Netflix series coming up with Judge Dredd, please pay attention <laughs> to me. <laughs>
0: Yes, I would definitely watch the Judge Dredd Netflix series once it's finally I th- done.
2: I think they are definitely making it, and I I can't wait because that it was such an underappreciated movie.
0: And it's strange they it came out the same year as the Raid. Yeah. <laughs> Both but... movies about cops stuck in a building. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> How, talk about parallel thought. Yeah. But speaking of parallel thought, like uh, another thing I also want to bring up is like they even dug up Anthony Hopkins, mm. yeah. to have his weird moment where he
2: where they had to kill him off because the dude is in his late 80s now. Yeah. Like, he, he is not long for this world. And to me,
0: that's one of my favourite parts of the movie. It's is sad. It's like when they bridge like, the, the relationship between Thor and Loki. Yeah. Like And he literally just tells both the boys, he's like, you know what, I love my sons, both of you. Please, just get along. And then <laughs> yeah. he disappears into the ether.
2: And it was a very, like, you know, this is a very funny movie, but it has its touching moments. And I think yeah. his goodbye was, he was just too tired to do anything and he said, but he kept it pointed enough. Yeah, he said yeah, yeah. it was like saying, "I'm just sorry, I I failed you. So this is I'm a terrible happen. dad." I, I By t- the way, here's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> here's like sister I kept. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, gonna go, go be faceless or... now. I was like, uh, "Are you not gonna help? Okay." Like, right. hi, sister that oh, was my hammer? And like I think is like, like mom. And then she like she appeared. The oh,
0: you know, way like, my mom dies in the second film. Yeah. Like the
2: way she appeared, like the, like the
0: freaking wicked witch of the west, like this typhoon that just comes towards them in the field, and yeah. then she just appears before them like, okay, so has she? Has she been traveling all this way and all that was, time? She was
2: recycling <laughs> some of Galadriel's lines from Fellowship. How dare you? Yeah, of course she was. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, this sounded awesome when I, I did hope, it. I, yeah, I hope years no one knew about it back
0: then. <laughs> no, but like. I, props to Kate Blanchett. Like she was so good. She was so good. I liked it. I like, the thing is, I also like the fact that they kept the ending ambiguous. That they didn't really show her get defeated by Sutter. Spoilers, by the way, boys and girls. Oh, I'm Asgard. So sorry. Asgard is gone. Asgard is Asgard is not a place. It's a it's people. The people. Yeah. It's a people. But that was Which, also all right.
2: another excellent moment where um, you know Korg is saying, "Oh, it's not completely gone. The foundations are there, and we can make it a, no. oh. A, 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 A paradise for all the lost people of the universe. And then it explodes, like, Alright, no, foundation is gone.
0: Yeah. It's gone. We are now now a people without a planet. (laughs) No, but like, I like that uh, a lot, basically is- Where was I going on? I was going for like, basically, Hela might survive this. Because basically she's just in in a battle with Sutter for the the remnants of, like, uh, Asgard.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it depends. Because I, I want mean,
0: her to come back somehow. Too, a body, I would I love
2: to, but I'm not sure if Kate Blanchett would want to. I don't think she's... Like, but she was
0: having so much fun in this, you can tell. Her you own. could tell
2: she was enjoying it. I think she's enjoyed herself as much as she, when she was playing Galadriel, because she obviously had a ball playing that character.
0: So... So you think like, she's returning to the world too many
2: times? I think, no, I think just deep down she is a bit of a nerd, and uh, unfortunately she has to be an award-winning actress most of the time. Well, like What other rules that she getting nowadays? Like... Well she was in um, various Woody Allen movies uh, A lot of people were in various Woody Allen movies Yeah, well, He, he's, he goes like, through muses very quickly she's, mm. she's done some minor stuff since But she's been in some fairly big films Like she was Elizabeth for fuck's sake Twice go. I mean like it's the same how I felt about Tilda
0: Swinton being killed off in Doctor Strange Like that is a compelling character And the thing is like you have all these one note characters surviving through multiple sequels. Yeah. And the characters that really seem to be like, No, I would like to see uh, where this person goes And like, Oh by the way, I need to die because of reasons or because like you need some sort of emotional impetus to continue forward.
2: Yeah, like you know killing off Red Skull was the first example of that was
0: like killing off
1: Ultron he was actually pretty interesting he could have actually had more stories but...
2: yeah that's the thing yeah. like, the how f- like,
0: like, like you said how fallible the gods are how fallible are the villains in these like Marvel yeah. movies so like here's the thing uh, Hela is the main antagonist for this Marvel uh, movie Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. so what where, how, where do we go from there Thanos Thanos the is the next one the
1: executioners Sorry, the, that guy, I the Black let
0: forgot. Like, part. whoever's going to be the, the villain in Black Panther, like, okay, then how do we go from all of this to the cosmic space entity, the, the universe destroyer that is Thanos? I think it's a sin like, it, it, like has, it hasn't been set up <laughs> properly. And that's my main problem with all these Marvel movies. It's like, it's, everything feels like a distraction, and it feels like, oh, by the way, we can't really figure out how to introduce this character, so we're gonna take 10 whole years. Meanwhile, here's, like, other Marvel movies. Oh, by the way, we got Spider-Man again. Let me distract you with that also. And
1: then, like, alright, so... uh Trying to work out licenses to get other it's characters. It's
2: been 10 years so. since Iron Man, what, one or more? Iron two Man 2008. 2008, yeah. Nine years. It's almost,
0: it's almost been a decade since they started this ball rolling, and really, we, we barely
2: reached Thanos? But I think... <laughs> I think it is just edging us just to the point where when it does finally happen we are just so built up anticipation dissipation that hopefully it will be a masterpiece Because it's next year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's next year No while-
0: trailer no promos there was a
1: trailer but it was only shown to At comic D23. con guys and they're not allowed to share the video They'll, they're about they're allowed to talk about it yeah but they're not allowed to
0: show the clips of course
2: a clip uh, ended up on youtube because yeah you of know, course it happens
0: suck. i know I, I didn't catch that but uh, like like i said like i'm pretty sure once they like um they've blown their load with thor ragnarok they're gonna like you know see what jla does like i'm talking about disney and marvel Hmm. like see what business that does and then like totally trounce on everybody with star wars and then after that once everybody like you know comes down from like you know the orgasm that is all these movies yeah because at the end of the day there are no shortage and then they're gonna roll out the next phase this is phase four or five this is still phase three phase three, phase three. three and then the next one is like basically infinity stones onward is phase four
2: Because because Infinity War Part 2 is going to be the big capstone and that's when they're going to start anew with Spider-Man being the main focus and I think they're going to get the next generation of heroes.
0: And like hopefully by then they can re- re- get the rights back to Fantastic Four and the X Men. That's
2: never gonna happen. Fox is going to until it's. They're gonna diamond. hold on to it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Because
1: but, what would? it be? would it be really badass to I see those guys fighting Galactus? But I
2: wouldn't mind the real Galactus. Fox holding on to Deadpool
0: because you know whatever they're doing with that, like they ended Logan properly. Yeah. So like you know do Logan properly. Like I know there's gonna be an X Men reboot which nobody wants. There's a New there's, Mutants film. It's coming out next there's year, There's Runaways, actually. which is also an X-Men film. They're making a, way, a you
2: know. horror uh, series yeah, on Netflix. Yeah,
0: uh, new, new Mutants. New, new Mutants. Mutants is like, yeah. And then there's the thing, is like, okay, you're going to really l- make the whole world lose the taste for X-Men very quickly. Thanks, Fox. I thought they
2: did that already with X-Men 3. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would say and with And Origins. No, I would say with,
0: with Apocalypse.
2: Yeah, like, Apocalypse the thing was is, such like, a letdown. Like, you, 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 you made
0: us trust you again. With, like, you know, uh, Days of Future, Future Plus and uh, and, like all... and definitely uh, First Class. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, oh, you fucked it up again. Yeah. And it's like, even Brian Singer, he's the one who fucked it up. Like, yeah, all right, we're done. We're not doing this. And, like, you know, you are the reason we don't have your characters in Marvel vs. Capcom. Thanks, Fox. Yeah, seriously,
2: Fox, just give it up. Could please please. you at least just, like, forget about Fantastic Four? Because they obviously yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like, give they've give tried back to the right people. four times now. Like two with the Jessica Elba one time with okay Mara and there was another one in the 90s like the oh the Roger C- Corman one? Yeah. one yes it,
0: that actually is very true to the comics more than the other movies were yeah but like yeah I agree but here's the thing like so um I mean I, I hate the fact that I, I always steer the conversation towards Marvel burnout but the thing is, we have to be very happens. aware of it, it happens. And it's I like just, the fact that, like all these movies, like especially with Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, is like it's not some heavy, gigantic project that you need to pay attention to. You need to do your homework and watch all these other movies. There are like a few nice throwaway movies like this, like yeah. like, like perfect junk food. Like go in, have fun. You don't even need to be aware of the first two movies or what's going on with whatever timeline. But like, at the same time, it's like yeah, like to me, it's more the sense of like. Get on with it. Like we want to know what, what 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 this is all about, and like that's the thing is like if you elongate it too much, it becomes like Duke Nukem. It's like you know, it turns into vaporware. It turns into like the hype train is too hype, and you cannot even like match your own hype. Yeah, maybe, unlike maybe.
1: unlike games, I doubt cinemas are allowed to change their dates after they
0: perfectly announce them. Right, they cannot do that. But then but they can. They can always announce delays and not, stuff. You know, I have to have like to just look research. at Kingsman. Kingsman was like. You know, delayed. Actually, yeah, what was? JLA was delayed as well because they had yeah, to the reshoots
2: was... when Snyder left. Ah,
0: okay, okay, okay. So, I guess so. Nothing is. So nothing, nothing is, is set in stone.
2: stone yeah. 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 but I think we're on track because I think they've wrapped up filming. At least that's what I've got from. Because they're still talking about visit me on sets, like all those bullshit ads you see on Instagram oh, all the time. I see. Yeah. I mean, but what I'm very
0: really worried about is like you know that this first Infinity War thing, it just like you know fizzles out like. Age of Ultron, like, oh, okay, there you go.
1: But at the end of the day, at least we know that Thor Ragnarok hopefully will
0: do well. I mean, it is fucking entertaining. I would say this, right, end. it's a great way, to, if, like, if you're gonna kill off Thor, you you sent him off in the best way possible. Yeah. True, true that. True Just
2: that. when he becomes king of Asgard, oh, by the way, you're dead.
0: Yeah, by the way, you're dead, you know. Or maybe
2: they retire him to the point where he can't leave Asgard anymore, so they have to if give leaves, someone else the power of Thor.
0: <laughs> because it's strange, because, like, now, like, I don't remember any time in the comics we had a
1: one-night Thor. We had a one-night Thor, yes. Yeah. Um, during the God Killer arc, he basically went back in time and went forward in time, where uh. he finds his younger and older self. His older self basically is a one-eyed Thor with a staff. Yeah, pretty much. I, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. This is this actually happened. I believe <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'll, I'll buy it. So, uh, so he was king basically at one point. So, final thoughts about uh, Thor Ragnarok?
0: You know, what? if it's not. Uh, lumped in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a standalone film I thoroughly enjoyed myself I would say a strong 7.5 upon 10 maybe 8 upon 10 if I rewatch it because the thing is I laughed out loud and I know I sat next to. to you yeah like you no, know, like the jokes worked and the action was fun <laughs> yeah I laughed quite a lot some parts did drag but you know what I mean why I didn't give it a higher score you, you can't use Immigrant Song twice
2: yeah that was like it's always almost, almost as egregious as them using the chain twice in Guardians of the Galaxy Two.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is like, but like I okay, said, okay, their license, they they bought the license for that. They might, they as well might use get as much as can, get I their suppose. money's worth, right? You know, because I'm pretty sure Led Zeppelin and Beatles, like, they're not really cheap. Ex- it's <sighs> really expensive. I yeah. would like to
1: replace that last track with maybe something from Iron Maiden, The Trooper,
0: maybe. Would I mean? would agree because the thing yeah. is, right? If you want a metal as fuck movie, and Thor is metal as fuck, God of Thunder, you need Iron Maiden somewhere, or you can put in Kiss, like their song God of really? Thunder. They have yeah, a song called work, God of Thunder work. Which was used in the trailer for the second movie Alright fine It was right God of Thunder I don't remember the trailer at and... all <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how forgetful the second movie was dude Or like I mean uh, I would still say maybe uh, Like a Motorhead song would kick ass Okay that would work Like too. Ace of Spades or something like, Yeah you know, or sure. you know, uh, what, what, what would you replace Immigrant Song with? I mean which, which part Which Immigrant Song moment? Like the first one or the second one?
2: I would say the first one but... Keep it in? Yeah, I, no. The first one I'd replace it with something else. I'm not entirely sure.
0: The fight with Sutter.
2: Yeah, the fight with Sutter because I don't think they earned it. Like, immigrant song is a good capping off. Like, you know, when he's got all his power. So yeah. that's when. And it's a good
0: throwback to the trailer itself. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's when the vocalizing will really work when he's landing, and that's when you can really synchronize.
0: I mean, I would say maybe if you had, like, access to the Led Zeppelin archives, like maybe bron stomp or Rock and Roll for the first. Yeah. That could work. You know, especially rock and roll, especially with that opening drum beat. Or like if you wanna be more like, you know, a- abstract, why don't you just do the entire movie dick? Or they could just steal <laughs> from
2: Kingsman and just do the Freeboat solo again. Nah I heard that <laughs> yeah. song way too many times already. I've I've been playing it on repeats like, over and over again. With that imagery in your head. Yeah, because <laughs> that is probably the best solo in existence. I agree.
0: No 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 not the best solo. Best solo is still probably no, stairway, stairway, stairway to heaven, stairway c- to heaven. Uh, just the way it just constantly ascends, bro. Oui. Okay, well, I, everyone has their own opinions. But okay, how about this? Maybe for Yo, you know what should have been the first song when he fought Sutter? What? Deep Purple's "Burn," Ooh, <this- répit> Ooh. that riff, that da 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 and he just starts kicking ass. Like that's a good song for fighting.
2: And actually, it would work you know, I they can synchronize like the dragon thing with his burn
0: there you go you know, oh. especially with all the fire like uh, themes like,
2: why were we not creative consultants for this movie
0: please Hollywood Marvel Disney talk to us we know a lot about pop culture Espe-
2: especially <laughs> when it comes to synchronizing rock and metal songs with action scenes definitely we like, got
1: a website email us yeah. and...
2: so <coughs> been... how about you what's your final verdict I mean this was a great movie I mean it's I enjoyed Homecoming much more so that's still, for me, the best Marvel movie that came out this year. So, putting it in perspective, I would say it's a solid 8, because everything was great. We didn't even talk about Jeff Goldblum being <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yo, that, that,
1: that I think it's just the camera just pointing at it. You don't need much to say. Out. It's yeah. just Jeff Goldblum like being
0: just,
2: Jeff Goldblum. I don't want to... I know we really spoiled part of the film, but I will not spoil most of what Jeff Goldblum says, because it is just pure magic. And, hey, Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson... Really solid um interaction. Yeah, I would, say. Stuff. I would stuff. say yeah, she's a good supporting actress. Yeah, even though she did a weird like head uh, tilt thing part of the time when she was talking. I don't know
0: if she was drunk or she's being sassy.
2: Yeah, and I am not sure which one was Probably better. Both, <laughs> Probably maybe. both.
0: No, but I mean like she did have a kind of a nice arc but how like you know, she was one of the original Valkyries to take on Hela and yeah. then, like this is her chance for redemption. But at the and same time... And that flashback was actually done pretty quick. Oh no, so. the, yeah. it,
2: it felt like um, a background to a Wagner opera, that mm-hmm. flashback.
0: Mm-hmm. Lovely looking. Like w- the, of the the Flight of Valkyries. Yeah. There you go. There we talk go. Talk about man. being on nose.
2: A little bit. So yeah, those are my final thoughts. I'll add nothing else, because I could talk for a long time about how much this movie was just great. It,
1: it was joyful. Fun, yeah. It yeah. was joyful. How about you, Toffee? I can't add it anymore. I'll give it a... I'll give it a 4 out of 5, I guess. 4 out of 5? Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay it's 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. But it's, 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 it's good stuff. I know it's following the template, so ooh, it's not going to get. Who <laughs> <ooh>, this man? Who <laughs> that joke? I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, sure. but, but again, it follows the template. But again, I'm still happy that I can get joy out of something so colorful and kind of matching the tone of the Simonson, uh, Walt Simonson and uh, Aaron runs of Thor in the comics. Okay, very so... well, very well.
0: So that's been uh, The Last King's review of Thor Ragnarok. Um, So next week's going to be an extra special episode. It's going to be our spooky Halloween episode in November. The Last King's spooktacular. And also to tie in with our spooktacular, we'll be reviewing Stranger Things, which recently just dropped. And probably, you know what? People have been wondering why haven't we been talking about all the horror movies that have been coming out. We've been saving it for this one occasion where we talk about the best horror films that came out this year. The best so far. Per, our <laughs> personal best. Our, our favorite so or far. All just personal choices. Yeah, personal you know, choice. So people are wondering, why aren't you guys talking about it? Why aren't you guys talking about uh, get out? And like, oh, now we are. We're going to do that. We are going to do that. We're going we to <laughs> do that. Do that. <laughs> so tune in again next week. So thank you so much. This has been your co host, uh, Dr. Shafiq. God of Thunder! This is Mr. Toffee,
1: God of Anime. And, and this
2: is uh, Mr. Eccentric Tom. Oh, God, I got confused. Lord of tea and crumpets. Oh, there you go. Uh, I've been browbeaten into that. Hello. Bye-bye.